You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, I'm going to discuss what happens when hypnosis goes wrong. And I'm going to explain using real-life examples of why that happened. And again, as always, stick around. I'm going to be giving away a free hypnosis guide. I'm very important. Uh... Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, people? It's David Wright back with you on this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. We are here in the podcast Detroit Northfield Studios, as always. And again, with me again is Matt Fox. You know, I can't stop being here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it seems like you're – do you live in there? Do you have a bed in here? You know what? Baby's in the corner. Just That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's great. (laughs) Oh, good for you. (laughs) Finally, I got that one. Yeah, you know where that's from, right? Uh, Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the famous Christian Bale rant. Yep. Yes. Yes. I, I can't get enough of that one. Love it. <laughs> so yeah, we are here back with another episode. Um, you can find me at MotorCityHypnotist.com. Um, on that website, you'll find the, the link for my podcast and also a bunch of other stuff. Uh, uh, my stores in particular, where you can find a hypnosis, MP3 recordings, eBooks, and other marketing material that may be helpful to you. And you can find me on social media. Please check in there, leave comments, follow me, uh, do all those good things on Facebook, Motor City Hypnotist, YouTube, Motor City Hypnotist, on Twitter, Motor City Hypno, at Motor City Hypno. And also on Instagram, Motor City Hypno. And also, if you would like to contribute financially to the show, uh, you can find me on Patreon. And that Patreon link will be in the show notes as well. And if you do that, if you do give a small donation per month, uh, again, it helps the show and, and helps us keep things running and bringing you great content. Uh, we have so we have cool stuff there. Coffee awesome. mugs, T-shirts. Um, I don't know what else I'll have on there. I'll probably add something crazy. I don't know. Buttons? No, they might have buttons. I'll have to look for that. Right. I might. I might be able to get stickers. Yeah, like, like stickers. Yeah, if like a like a chain with something on the end of it. You can. Oh, uh, that'd be great if they had watches on there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you might have to. That might be more than a buck a month for the watch, but all right, we'll look into it. <laughs> so yeah, any anything, any donation would be great. And again, I I'll, you'll get some cool free stuff out of it. Also, and as with every episode, I like to give away my free hypnosis guide. And you can find the link to get that also in the show notes and uh, on all my social media. The biggest thing I'd like you to do is please subscribe to the show and leave a review. Again, I want to have feedback. I want to if, if you have ideas or or questions or just just if you want to just talk to me, yeah, leave a review. 
Uh, tell us how the show is doing. If uh, any uh, topics that you want addressed that, that we haven't done yet, I will be happy to do that. So again, subscribe and leave a review and also join me each week as I co-host the site by MG podcast, which will be coming up in just less than an hour if you're on Facebook Live. Woo-hoo. So look for that one. <clears throat> so as always, we're going to start with our winner of the week. done so our winner of the week and i'm I'm gonna throw this name at you matt see if you know who this is all right gary larson oh gary larson is the author uh illustrator of a popular uh cartoon yes i want to say garfield nope close well not close really but calvin and no that's not think think of a more um uh esoteric abstract oh far side far side that's it you know, I have all of his books. I should know I do that. too. Yes, I, I do too. And that's like, this is kind of a, a selfish winner of the week for me because I love Gary Larson. I love Farside. I yes. have almost everything he's done. I've, I've always had the desk count, one-a-day desk calendar things. Mm-hmm. I've had those for years. I hadn't realized that he retired in 1995. Really? So it's been 25 years. Did he retire from Midvale School for the Gifted? <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> He probably did. Stop it. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> that, is, that is one of my favorites. That's a great one. Oh, good for you. <laughs> so Gary Larson, legendary creator of the cartoon The Far Side, retired 25 years ago. Now – and I don't know if you know, he's published a new cartoon, the first one in 25 years. I did not know that. I did not either till I just saw this on the news. Fantastic. And this just came out July 8th, so it was a couple of days ago. Goodness. So he did admit, though, the artwork is slightly different because he's using technology now. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. He's, had, he's had some time to figure well, it out. Yeah. And, and I was going – you know what? That was one of the things I was going to do before the show is just to look and see how old he was. I got it. And I, I, would, just, I would just be interested to see where – you know uh, how old he is. Sorry. I'm looking him up. Yeah. Matt's got that handled. You can keep talking. I'm still looking. Okay. That, that'll work. <laughs> Repeat the crap. It doesn't work. So yeah, Gary Larson has put out a new cartoon uh, for the first time in 25 years. 60, and so, he's 69 years old. Oh, that's not bad. No. I thought he would be older just just based that he was retired for 25 years. Well, if you were in your 40th, you know, late 40s, wouldn't mm-hmm. you want to retire too? Oh, that'd be awesome right. if I could. Right. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> well, I'm I'm past that, so I'm already too late. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, G- Gary Larson is our winner of the week because he's just put out a couple of new cartoons after 25 years in retirement. And again, it's a selfish one for me just because I love Farside, one of my favorites of all time. So uh, Gary Larson, way to go. That's how winning is done. So back to it. So today on the podcast, we are going to talk about what happens when hypnosis goes wrong. There is a, there is a, 
I know we hit we've hit on this, and and, and I know more than one podcast. There, there's a large percentage of the pop. I wouldn't say large. There, there's a there's a significant percentage of the population who just assume hypnosis is fake. They just don't believe it works. They believe it's a scam. They believe it's a it's a you know conspiracy theory. If they have a bunch of people, um, so so w- when we talk about hypnosis going wrong, they're skeptics anyway. So they're they're, they're just going to say, oh well, it didn't work because it, it never did work. They'll they'll have you know they'll right. have an excuse for it. But when I when I talk about hypnosis going wrong. The thing that I'm talking about, and I'm going to use this term, you may or may not know what it is, but you will by the time we're done. It's called abreaction. And abreaction, and I'm just going to read the definition of what abreaction is. Boring. And, no, this will explain it. The expression and consequent release of a previously repressed emotion achieved through reliving the experience that caused it. Typically through hypnosis or suggestion. So I know that's a little convoluted. I was going to say, can you say that three times yes. faster? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll break it down in, in practical terms if I can. So an abreaction is remembering something that you had repressed and not realizing that, that it happened. So that could be a traumatic event mm-hmm. as a child. It could be something that you experience as an adult. It could be the result of, of post-traumatic stress disorder if, you, if you've you know, had an incident. or I, Typically, when, I, when people talk about PTSD, they talk about war and people who are in, in, mm-hmm. in the armed services. But PTSD can happen after a car accident. Right. So there are a lot of things that, that can bring on the, these past memories. So, so really what an ab reaction is, it's just a reaction to a prior memory. Let's, let's just put that in simple terms. Now, an ab reaction also, in, in my setting, doing hypnosis, an ab reaction can also be just an emotional release. It doesn't have to be linked to a trauma of any type. I'll give you an example. I had a client probably, I'm going to say probably about a year ago, um, we talked about anxiety the last podcast, very, very anxious, panic attacks, worried about everything. So we did hypnosis for the first session. So once we got into that relaxed state, once we got her into that deep state of relaxation, she, you could just see the change in her face. It just kind of just, she just broke down and just she got sunk into the chair, and- just just sobbing, like uncontrollably, oh, wow. just broke down. And 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 I'll I'll get into what what happens or what I how I address that as the as the show goes on. Sure, but but the reaction was just pure emotion, just pure, just just sobbing tears. So once once we were back. Let's say composed back when she was back when she was comfortable and and had let all of that out. She said, "I don't know why that happened." She goes, "I've never felt that relaxed in my entire life, not even as a kid." So just just of her, think about it. She was experiencing anxiety since childhood, constant worry, constant anxiety. Her mind had never shut off. And then I get her there. I'm going to say she's probably in her mid thirties, maybe forty. I get her into my office. We do hypnosis for the first time and she's able to shut her brain off for the first time ever, probably. Wow. And that, just that feeling 
just overwhelmed her. Now, that, that's, that's a good reaction because she thought, wow, this is amazing. Hmm. And it just it – just, it, it, but, but it also kind of let her know that she, she spent so much time worrying and, and that, you know, I'm going to say it's a waste, but, but, but she felt like, wow, this, this has been, been controlling me for so long. So, so it's an emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the setting of hypnosis, an ab reaction could be just the release of emotion. It can be attached to a prior event or trauma. It might just be a feeling you've never felt before. Mm-hmm. And that brings on the emotion. So there are times, and that's a situation, again, a specific example of when I had an ab reaction in my office sitting down with with a client one-on-one, they have an ab reaction, and we're able to talk about it afterwards and address it because that's the important thing because if it was linked to a trauma or something, then we would know, okay, we can work on that. Right. If it's just letting go of emotion because you feel good, I, I, I reinforce that. I'm like, yeah, well, didn't that feel great? You, you, you can feel that way all the time if you want to. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something you have to address because it, it's it's just this this pent up emotion over time it may maybe maybe years maybe lifetime. So let me go into a couple more reasons why people might have an ab reaction. Uh, people may react emotionally when they reach a state of relaxation in their body and mind that they have not felt in a very long time. Like this this client that I just talked about. Mm-hmm. Clients who typically feel more emotional are apt to experience it as opposed to people who are very uh, emotionally closed off. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So in a clinical setting, of course, I'm going to work through these issues. If somebody has an ab reaction, we're going to address why it happens and what happened and, and where it's coming from. And when that's, and when somebody's in that state, there are specific steps that you have to take. And for me, I'm, I'm not saying you have to take it. This is my approach to it. Mm-hmm. One, I speak calmly and firmly just so they know I'm there because a lot of times if they're overwhelmed with this, they'll just, they'll just feel like that, that they're alone. Mm-hmm. I tell the client to open their eyes so that they can now focus on the room that they're in. So if it's a memory from the past that, that's resurfacing, now they're, they're going to get a different view, a different environment. Gotcha. They see that they're in the present. Um, and a lot of times with hypnosis um, – that there, there's physical contact. And by that, I mean, sometimes I will hold somebody's wrist or I'll touch their shoulder lightly. And these are things without getting into the whole process of it. These are things that we call anchors. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm saying something specific and I just touch a shoulder, it's just a physical anchor for that statement. But during an ab reaction, I don't touch the client at all because I don't want them to feel any contact right. from another person at that point. Maybe another outside influence that really isn't needed. Right. Okay. Right. And, and I want – and really the fourth step is I help them become comfortable and then relax and then we debrief on what happened. And that debrief is the most important thing. So we go back and talk about, oh, where did these emotions come from? Was it a trauma? Was it just pent-up emotion and, and feeling good about where you were at? Sure. So I go through all of that and I'm going to focus on a specific thing when – not not in a clinical setting, but in a show setting, Ooh. when hope, hypnosis went horribly wrong. <laughs> okay, I may have referenced this on a prior podcast. I'm not going to use the hypnotist name, just because I just don't think it's necessary. So let's go back to August of last year, August of 2019. I love the fact that you have some professional courtesy right now. 
I, I just don't I, – I don't think it would help to call somebody out no, by name. No, it wouldn't. But that's why I respect you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I, think, I think it's important, you know. Stop uh, it. Yeah, it is. So it's at James Madison University in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Now, I do a lot of high school and college shows. And James Madison University was having a freshman orientation where they have all the freshmen in. They have these, you know, orientation for three, four days. And they have these parties and they have a a hypnotist show. Mm -hmm. That's that's the, the culmination of their orientation that last evening. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm going to... I'm going to I'm going to I'm just going to read what the what the news report said. James Madison University will not pay hypnotist blank blank following a show that left some students feeling uncomfortable. Students who were at the event like blank blank said the event was supposed to be fun, but as it went on, not everybody was laughing. Um we kind of we kind of just went along with it, and it was pretty fun. But towards the end, it started getting a little bit anxious, as a lot of people needed help when they weren't just getting out of trance. So, so that statement is really important, and we're going to come back to that. Okay. Uh, in a post sent to the uh, the news outlet that that printed the story, someone said throughout the show, the hypnotist kept having to get an abnormal amount of people out of their trance because they were crying or shaking. (laughs) Spokesman Bill Wyatt said at least 10 students had negative reactions and now the university says it will not pay so-and-so the blank amount hypnotist fee. The amount's not important. Just looking at the situation, it didn't go as planned. Based on that, we notified the booking agency that we're not going to pay the hypnotist fee. So that's just the general story. So I'm going to get into the specifics of it because there was a whole Reddit thing wow. that happened by the students after this occurred. So, so long story short, let me set the picture. You get a, you have a hypnotist come in. He starts working out. Typically, and in, in, if you didn't hear the Secrets of Stage Hypnosis podcast a couple of times ago, go back and listen to that because mm-hmm. that you'll get an idea of how a show is supposed to work. Typically, you have a bunch of chairs on stage. You ask for volunteers. You bring them up. Apparently, this hypnotist was working the audience as a whole. So over 100 people. Okay. So first mistake, and again, as a professional, I'm I'm not saying his name as courtesy, of course. But first of all, working with that many people, there's no way you're going to be able to keep track of everybody and what's going on because during the that episode fuck are you doing yeah during that episode you're talking about you actually look for people to point out and then pull right. up on stage right. yourself. okay so first mistake is that this hypnotist was working the crowd as a whole wow. thinking that would be i don't know if he th- I, and again i i was not there so so all of the things i'm saying are based on my reading about this gotcha just as a disclaimer so so what happened was as the show went on, people started having emotional reactions. And here's my professional opinion. And and and, and before I get into that, I'm going to I'm going to I'm I'm going to summer or I'm going to tell you a couple of things off of this Reddit thread from students who were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the show, he kept having to get an abnormal amount of people out of their trance because they were crying, shaking or other things. The tipping point was when a frog 
I'm assuming frog is a label for like an RA or a, or, or a okay. student leader, was sobbing uncontrollably, was unable to walk with assistance. She literally collapsed and had to be escorted out. After that, the hypnotist was unable to get one of the guys out of his trance. We were all escorted out the back door, and there were many police ambulances and fire trucks there. So that this was a this was a big yeah cluster bleed. <laughs> I mean, it was like the, the fuck are you yeah, doing? Yeah, it, it, I want to know what he said. <laughs> and then um, one of the other one was the hypnotist went way overboard and tried to hypnotize over a hundred people at once, resulting in multiple people having panic attacks for being left in trance for too long. I was there, and the whole experience was extremely uncomfortable um and then here's here's another another comment um uh, the hypnotist spent most of his time handling students that were shaking crying or otherwise reacting badly which caused a cascading effect through the crowd so, and again i've highlighted some very specific things that we're gonna we're, i'm gonna address once it's done you said he touched um when I said that he was hypnotist, spent most of his time handling students that were shaking. Well, handling, I think yeah, he yeah. Okay. Not, I don't think it's physical. I think all interacting right. would fair, probably fair, fair. be all right. Uh, in this, in this one, we're going to hit on all of these, but this this one was the most kind of disturbing for me as a hypnot as a professional hypnotist and hypnotherapist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the hypnotist stated, um, "Ab reactions happen at least once every show." Now. Years of doing this. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you already see where I see what's happening Yeah, here. I, I can see what's happening. Boy, that escalated quickly. Wow. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It, it did. Yeah, yeah, yes, it did. So, so in general, I'm going to break this down according to my professional opinion. You're looking at all the information from the outside. Mm-hmm. This guy was – I'm picking on the young people again, not intentionally. This was a young guy, probably in his twenties, mm-hmm. from what I from from the information I saw. Um, he he actually had worked for one of the agencies that books me at times. Okay, I didn't know him personally, so I, again, I'm not. I, I don't know him, and I don't know his style. I've never seen his show, but again, probably fairly inexperienced if he's in his twenties. Right. Overall, first first issue there. Second issue is trying to hypnotize a hundred people at one time. You're you're taking on way more than you can keep track of, and and that's that's the second problem. That was probably a mistake on his part. The third part is as soon as one person had it, as soon as one person had an had an ab reaction, which we explained earlier in the podcast, is an emotional response to being under hypnosis or being in a relaxed state. He should have stopped immediately, yeah. went to that student, took care of them, and just said, we have to stop for now. I have to take care of this person. Right. This has happened to me on stage before. You know, out of, geez, hundreds of shows, it's probably happened two or three times. Where there's been an ab reaction. Where there's been an ab reaction on stage. The, the last one was I was at a state fair in Pennsylvania last summer. And th- there's, there's, a, there's a skit. Of course, whenever I say skit, <laughs> I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. So I was doing a skit, and and the skit is 
everything I say is um, no, no. I, I know. I remember. Remember which one it was. It's, it's. It's. I call it a night at the movies. I say, okay, in a moment, you're going to sit up and see. You're going to look at the screen. There's going to be a movie playing, and it's going to be the most suspenseful movie you've ever seen. In ah, fact, you okay. can barely watch. And then it moves from that into scary movie. It's the scariest movie you've ever I seen. I can see where there an ab reaction might uh, right? happen. Yeah. And then it goes to sad movie. And and I always finish on funny because I want you know. But but what what we do with that that skit is it, we just see a range of emotions mm-hmm. and and just by by suggestion. Mm-hmm. I'm just suggesting that this is your emotion and they feel it. So when it, when it get when I got to the sad one, a girl just like. I mean, a lot of times I, you know, they'll, they'll cry or have a tear. This, this woman, it was a girl. She was younger, probably a teenager, broke down, just mm. sobbing, wow. just sobbing. So I said, I said to the, to the volunteers, I said, okay, everybody close your eyes and just relax. Mm. And that I spent probably three, four minutes just with her. And I, I, in fact, I didn't even say anything to the audience. Sure. I just didn't, I, I was trying not to draw attention. Because I didn't want her to feel embarrassed or whatever. But I spent a few minutes with her, had her look at me, look at me in the eyes. I said, are you okay? She goes, yeah, I'm fine. Hmm. I just had to make sure she was okay before I went forward. Correct. So, so again, as a professional, the first time he saw somebody reacting poorly, he should have, went, he should have stopped right there and addressed it. Wow. Yeah. Those were the, those were the hypnotism mistakes. Now, th- this is my other theory because I again there was this whole Reddit thing, sixteen pages of comments from students, and some of these comments were deleted because I remember reading them when this first happened last okay. summer. So one of the comments, and I'll explain why I'm bringing this up in a moment. One of the comments was from a girl, and she goes, "Oh, I was there, and I I was I was I was stuck, and I couldn't wake up, and and and." I, the hard, the harder I tried, I just couldn't wake up and I was so scared and, and the ambulance had to come and get me. And then the comment after that, you know, people replied and said, oh, I'm so sorry. I feel bad. You know, and then, then like three, four comments down her comment, she replied back. She goes, yeah, you know, I am taking medications for bipolar disorder and depression and anxiety. Wow. And, and, and I'm not criticizing that. No. But this goes back to responsibility for the hypnotist. I always, in my pre-talk, I always say, don't volunteer if you have to take a bunch of pills to feel normal Mm -hmm. each day. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that mentally and emotionally, Mm -hmm. this is, again, just to be safe Mm -hmm. and just to protect myself and them. So so overall, this hypnotist pre-talk probably didn't cover the things that you have to cover. You, you will never get stuck in hypnosis. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want you up here if you're taking a bunch of pills. That's mm-hmm. just, I don't, I don't take people up who are, who are drunk, like in bars or casino shows. It just doesn't work. You're asking for trouble. Right. So back to the audience part. This girl said that. Here's what, here's in my opinion, my professional opinion, what happened at the show. He started working the crowd, the hundred people or so. And, and thinking he could handle it. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books. Yeah. He thought he could handle 100 students in the crowd, and then one person started having a reaction. Either he didn't see it or he didn't address it. I don't know. That part, who knows? I, I wasn't there. I didn't see it. But when somebody starts having a reaction, people around them are like, oh, what the hell's going on? 
then they start to get worried. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's this, it's this progression of fear now mm-hmm. that starts coming out. So one person could have lit this fuse. And I will say, and again, this is not being a criticism with teenagers that there is a, 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 a tendency to overreact or dramatize. You don't say situations. You don't say that. Really? Is that, is that a true statement? I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. It's for you. So what happened in my professional opinion is that one person started having a reaction the people around that person started to worry themselves and thought, well, am I okay? And it just spread. It spread like a fear through the crowd. Dominoes. And then, and I can't get into people's minds. This is just my assumption. People are looking and saying, oh, what's wrong with them? They're getting attention. What if the same thing's happening to me? And I'm not saying they're thinking this out, you know, um, thinking it out as a plan. Right. It's just the natural reaction they're having. Oh, maybe this is happening to me too. And this, again, it's, it's, it's the spreading of the psychological fear that happened. Mm-hmm. And then everybody started reacting the same way. Now you have just, just a mess. Yes. I almost want to say something. I almost want to say something, but I yeah, hold I, that. I, for nope, I know. <laughs> I know. In, in, a, in that, in my opinion is what happened. One person reacted poorly Everybody else started getting scared and then assumed they were feeling the same thing or that they were stuck also. And then once you get, you know, in a hundred people, once you get 10, 12, 15, 20 now, mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, well, the power it's happening of, to me too. It's a power of suggestion. And that's exactly what hypnosis is. The power of suggestion on top of the power in numbers kind of yep. bit him in the butt. Yeah. It did. And, and, and I will say, in all fairness to him – he he did some things wrong, but but I think the result was not totally. I, I think there was blame on both sides here. Mm. I guess is what I'm getting to. Gotcha. But that shows you just simply put how if if you're if you're if you're not experienced, if you're not on top of what you're doing, things could go very badly. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, and this was for and I and I'm not. I feel bad for the students. It was probably scary because if you don't understand how this works. You could think you're stuck. Mm-hmm. And again, this goes back to the hypnotist making sure his pre-talk covers all of that. Mm-hmm. says, listen, I, we went through that in, in the, in the uh, stage hypnosis podcast. Look back at that one. You can't get stuck. I can't force you to do anything you don't want to do. Um, you're not going to give up secrets. This is just a relaxed state of mind. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And it's harmless. So, so those people out there, if you've ever experienced something like this, Chances are it's a it's a mix of hypnotist and experience and overreaction by the audience. And I guess that's a good place to end it. Go for it. <laughs> because that that really is a simple way to look at it and say that's that's really what it was. Mm. It was it was just that. So scary. It is scary. And and that's why I wanted to address this specifically, is that that, that was a big incident that got news coverage and probably messed it, it probably messed up a lot of of, of other hypnotist schedules because mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of schools were like, oh man, we don't want to have a hypnotist in. You see what happened over there? Right. Which is sad because most of us, again, are good and, and professional and know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So those of you who've, who've considered it and maybe thought because of a story like this that it wouldn't be safe, you need, you need to hire the right person. Right. Do your homework. Talk to the person. Look for reviews. All of those are a must. All right. Perfect. So we are finishing up here, people. I know uh, um, 
we are going to be back uh, the next episode. And I think I teased this a couple of episodes before, but it got pushed back because I, I found some <laughs> something else to put, put ahead of it. But I'm, I, at some point, and this might might happen next podcast, I'm going to discuss movies and television shows that accurately portray therapy, which, which is rare. I, I It'll live, be interesting. I, I live my life through movie quotes. And, I, and I was going to say, if, so. if, if you like movies, um, this might be Can good for you. really quick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So thanks for being with me, folks. Come back next time. Again, If you wherever you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe. Leave a review. I would very much appreciate it. Change your thinking. Change your life. Laugh hard. Run fast. And be kind. I'll see you soon.